Sports Best Friends is proudly brought to you by Surplus City. Go and see the Big Kahuna in Parramatta for all your camping needs. Telling Big T sent you. Just down from Peter Wins. Find their website in the show notes. And we're also proudly brought to you by PWA, the home of Australian pro wrestling. Their next big show is on the 30th of April at the Factory Theatre Marrickville. See the local heroes, Bellow Cities, defend their PWA Tag City belts against international stars Aussie Arrow, Kyle Fletcher and Dunkzilla Mark Davis, together known as Aussie Open. Get your tickets at their website, PWA Now We Conquer. I lost a podcast bet, and so this episode of Sports Best Friends is brought to you by Joey Leilua, the slower, less agile Leilua. So the next time your club needs to punch a few holes in its own defensive line, or is simply craving more penalties conceded, pick yourself up a Joey Leilua today. According to Match Maguire, he's going cheap. Thank you, Voluntary Tackle. Hello, and welcome to Sports Best Friends NRL Season, a podcast as excited about football as KFC is about wet wipes. It will be unbelievable, and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing, and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, views are my own, and I'm recording these views in the Jazz Tavunga, my car, a.k.a. the Darren Centre of Excellent Studios, with none other than the man, the myth, the rabbit legend, Boomsy. How are you, mate? I'm very good, mate. How are you? I'm good. You're a late call-up. Uh, Crabapple <laughs> has just told us that she's uh, unwell, and so... Can't grab on, and there's no better person off the bench than Boomsara. Right. No, boom. I'm good off. Mate, I'm good off the bench. It's where I deliver the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've also saw each other tonight, which is so fantastic. I very rarely call someone after I just saw them. It feels like we went on yeah, a date, and now I'm um, you know, just making sure that you enjoyed the night as well. I did, mate. It was great. I especially <laughs> love the beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had some Chinese, had some beers. Tried to. Uh, I mean, you were very politely not talking about football as much as you could until you were sure that I would um, I was okay about it. Um, yeah. And, and you very politely started talking about fantasy football rather than um, the actual NRL, and I appreciate that. Well, I figured you were, you know, more chance of winning on that end. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just didn't want to bring up any other stuff, and I wouldn't give too much away. Sometimes I get a bit excited when it gets to the end of the weekend to talk about my team if they've actually won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, I'll just I'll just refer back to fantasy football as we go through the week because if anyone wasn't uh, following along, Sports Best Friends did do a draft at the beginning of the year. Uh, Boomsy was part of that. So was your beautiful brother, the bald Burgess, uh, Chicken Palmer, and uh, and Splinter. And so our teams are going well. I'm currently a two and O and was versing you this week. So anytime I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed by how poorly the Tigers were, I might just keep referring back to that if you don't mind. That seems fair, mate. That seems fair. I appreciate it. Now, anything else interesting happened for you over the weekend that we should uh, hear about other than having Chinese a succulent Chinese meal with me? Uh, no, really, not nothing really. It was pretty wet. There wasn't much else going on, so yeah. I just watched Bunny of 40. Fair enough. Mm. Okay, well, let's do it Thursday. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Parramatta vs Camburgles. I'm going to start us off with a tweet from at C Eaglespur who said, if ever there was a footy player that suited a top knot, it's Gutho. And I don't mean mm. this as a compliment. 
<laughs> Good gear. Yeah, and I he think... was ex- he was excellent though. Yeah. He was excellent for them. Mm. I think I'm going to call him. I don't like the King thing. No one really likes it, particularly because we've already got Wally. Um, but mm. I think Gathi San kind of works. He's got a <laughs> Japanese vibe. Uh, you know, yeah, that's good. And that's good. Note. Go with that. Thanks, mate. Uh, and then another tweet I'll do is at Nat underscore Sinclair 93. Credit where it's due. This is a great game given the conditions. Impressed by Para. I vomited as I type that. But you just get mm-hmm. the feeling Storm will find a way to win this as per usual. Now, that's exactly she's I'm that she nailed it that's why I put this in because I felt like the entire game I was watching I was really surprised and happy for Para that they were doing so well Mm -hmm. but just felt like inevitably we were going to watch the storm snatch and I was interested to see which player was going to do that is that the same vibe Mm -hmm. you were having oh 100% that's I could and I I was hoping a little part of me was hoping it was going to be Moses that Moses that cost him again sort of real hatred for him (laughs) but uh yeah in the end yeah they they did it they they did a great job. I mean, um, I thought the Storm were definitely going to do it, and especially in the last couple of minutes when they got the ball back off the kickoff, so there were a chance of here it goes. They're going to spread it wide, but um, yeah, Parry. To credit to them, I think a big part of it was Reed Marnie. I thought he was amazing. Reed Marnie and um, Junior Paulo for Parry were huge. Yeah, well, if I can just tell you, I know Reed Marnie. Um, did 75 points in the uh, in the fantasy because he's on my team and your boy um, Brandon Smith got 45 and they're up against each other this week. I, I was really surprised that Smith didn't have much of a game. Yeah, and he was bagged out after the game actually. Though, like apparently Munster gave him a serve for giving him a big like a ball that hit the deck at mm. some point. I think they're pretty harsh on him to be honest. Like he's okay, he's not he's not going to be Cameron Smith, but he's like, he's filling in a role and he tackled his ass off, but. Um, yeah, he uh, yeah he was hammered a little bit after the game. Justin Ollum, I love to death, and he scored mm-hmm. one of those RC tries, maybe two. He looked like the guy. Mm-hmm. It's always the left side for Melbourne with with Munster, Pap, Adokar, and Anna Ollum yeah. on that left side, and I thought they were going to do it. Ollum ended up doing some weird kick that, that didn't end up working, and that gave the game away. But I thought it was one of those fantastic moments where the player had actually played really well for the entire game. He had a great battle with Nakora, whoever that that makeshift second row who was who yeah. sent to that game. And although he fucked up at the end and didn't do a very good job in the last play, even mm. despite that you had to say, well, he had a great game. And often we do the opposite. Someone doesn't play well, and they score the last try, and everyone's like, wow, he played so well. But that was the opposite, yeah. where he played really well and then shut the bed, but you're still like, he's fantastic. In fact, at the Sportress said, are there people that don't like Justin Ollum? And I think that's another Look. fantastic question. I don't know one. No, mate, nobody does. Like he was, he was so good. Like, and you're right. That last play, yeah, he kicked it, but it was, and there was a little bit of time left. But mate, you couldn't. Like, he scored a great try. He made a huge tackle. Yeah, that was a great battle. Battle between those two guys. That is it, Nakora or something? You were just talking yeah. about that, Para. Mm. Yeah, it was a great battle out there. Given that he just stepped into the role because um, someone was injured before the game. Who got injured just before the game? Someone did. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, he, he's a great player, really. Typical Melbourne, just pick up an amazing centre mm. out of Papua New Guinea. He's, he's doing great things for him. Yeah, and hopefully that just encourages more and more um, NRL scouts and coaches and whatnot to go over there and have a look. I know that the Hunters are now playing the Queensland Cup again, so that'll be fantastic to see them up against um, the rising Australian community as well, so that so that they mm-hmm. not, they've got a clear pathway, and and then it also means that we have more and more of those, those fantastic players coming into our comp score. Uh, 16-12 to para. Well done, and I love that you've put the winning score first. Well done. 
Um, and at League by the Fire tweeted, whatever the result, Drainage is the true winner tonight because it was... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and really, that tweet could be read out for every single game because really, Drainage was the winner for the entire weekend. The games have been Definitely. called off all over the place for, in local football. Um, but the NRL, and also for A-League, A-League had a bunch of games called off, but the NRL uh, was able to soldier on unbelievable stuff. Particularly that game, like it looked like the, the field just looked in excellent condition, obviously, because of the first game. But, yeah, pretty amazing. Friday. What a bounce back in consecutive weeks from the Gold Coast. Uh, kebab stores versus Shitans. We're going to start with at GC underscore Anthony. So thrilled to get the win through. Lots of positives to take away, and hopefully we keep the momentum rolling. Three in a row, row over the Donkeys, two Go the Titans. And isn't it great to see that fan base firing up and feeling happy about themselves? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. No, great too. Tino Falasumalali. I shouldn't have tried to read it. <laughs> Tino Falasumalali uh, had a great game. He must have done really well in the fantasy points, Bob. You would think so, T. You would think <laughs> that he, given that he was man of the match, the second run meters, uh, put on so many hits, like post-contact meters. Instead, he gets a measly 25 points, which probably cost me the round. <laughs> and, and I just want listeners to know that I'm positive Boom isn't reading that. But he's memorized the amount of points Tino did because it is twenty five. I'm looking at it now, and I love that you know that. No, when you when you're really filthy about something, mate, you remember every single bit. Um, yeah, I was I couldn't believe it. He was he was amazing as well. He was clearly the best player in the park, and I was like, it's me, it's my bias, it's my bias. But then he got better the match too, and yeah, I don't know something's going on there. I, I don't know who you paid off, but it worked. No, it wasn't me, mate, because I was up. You had Tamalolo on the other side, and I got stooged on that one with his broken hand. Oh, yeah, true. David Fafita had the that kind of the mm-hmm. thing we were talking about before about Justin Olam, where you score a few tries and you think you've had a great game. I actually, I think he did play really well. It was better than the the first round one. But when mm-hmm. Pengai went after him and started to, you know, really find him, I thought he actually kind of disappeared mm-hmm. a bit. I don't know if that was fatigue or or if he got rattled a bit or or if he was every time mm-hmm. Pengai was actually maybe it was a cheap shot. He had two guys already in there. Uh, I can't remember, but he did seem to, to fade a little bit, even though he scored twice. Did I misread that, or are you feeling the same thing? No, no, you're right. I, I think he actually got taken off not long after the second, because Pangai went after him a couple of times, yeah. um, and that that kind of showed that's Pangai's game, really. He kind of, you know, really gets in there and tries to rattle the opposition player. But um, yeah, Fafita went off, and I don't know if it was the second, <laughs> the second or third time where Pangai went after him, um, but he. You still got to think, and everybody said it, but you still got to think: How did the Broncos lose a guy like Fafita? Oh, like he was, mate. Like the the runs that he takes. If you give him early ball, he's just so hard to tackle. Yeah, I, and I actually rate him more than Kikau. I think Kikau's playing in an incredible team at the moment. But Fafita, yeah. Fafita looks like a Kikau, you know, in Brisbane and now in the Titans. And neither of them are Penrith machines, or you're a Melbourne mm. machine. But they, yeah, David's just making so many things happen on the other side of the ball, though. At uh, Michael E, 1878, Croft running into his own decoy is just magnificent. Ooh. And I mean, that oh was bad. God. That was really, yeah, that was so shit. The halves were so shit. There's yeah. no other way of saying it. And and everything that the Broncos want, you know, their second rowers with, um, I think it's Ricky, Jordan Ricky and, and P- uh, Pangai Jr., all those guys running off comes from the halves developing and they're just going nowhere. Croft is so bad at the moment. He can't do a thing right. Balls aren't bouncing for him. Mm. He's just nowhere. 
And I feel bad for the bloke because, you know, I'm a Luke Brooks apologist and so I can see the same thing's happening in Brisbane, it's happening in Croft. He's essentially the same body shape, the same decision-making. Um, yeah, and 100%. He's just, yeah, he's just having an absolute shocker at the moment, the poor bloke. Score? Mm-hmm. Uh, 28-16, Titans. Well said, sir. And it's great to see the Titans going to win. Saturday. Flap City versus Feet fans. We're going to start with AJL247. Early days, but Benji... <laughs> early days, but Benji had a very good start um, to his time at the club. Came up uh, with a game-changing play tonight with momentum. Was well and truly with moment, uh, was manly. Now, I just want to thank Aaron because... Uh, and, and also that the Rabbits took on Benji and you're playing well because now, essentially, anytime I talk about the Rabbits, I can just talk about Benji and that's for anyone following <laughs> closely. I've noticed that in our conversations uh, <laughs> <laughs> previous to being on the podcast now, mate. Anytime I mention that, but what about Benji? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, I mean, let's talk about him because I love talking about mm. him. So you guys playing <laughs> Melbourne, nothing happens till mm. he turns up. And then in this Manly mm. game, the flick pass, you text messaged me. I had people over for dinner and so just had it on the on silent in the background, wasn't following it closely, just tri- keeping up with the score or whatever. And then when you yeah. message the flick pass, I was like, oh shit, I'm missing like the game. I wanted everyone to get the hell out of my house so I could finally go back and watch it. <laughs> and, uh, and which reminds me, you um you were saying that you just picked up KO recently and the KO Mini is fantastic. I'm mm. loving those. Oh yeah, they're really good because it's enough. Well, like it, with the highlights, you don't get, you know, quite enough, but the minis are great. They're perfect. Made for uh, made for dads like us, mate. That's exactly right. Because the amount of dad time that's now, particularly the Friday early game, most of Super Saturday, um, and then that Sunday, 6 o'clock, like it's an absolute stitch up. Uh, uh, they're all minis at the moment, unless it's a Tigers game, they're all minis. Uh, on, <laughs> on the other side of that, at BrettRob73, he just tweeted, Manly are fucked. Mm. Yeah, well, and I guess they're missing. Yeah, they're missing Tommy Turbo, but I don't know if he's going to fix some of the some of the dramas they've got. Um, yeah, forward pack looks a bit weak, especially without Fenua Blake mm. um, and Dylan, Dylan Walker had a shocker, but the whole world's happy about that because he's a dick, so that's fine. Yeah, views are all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was great in 2014. Outside of that, yeah. can't stand the guy. Um, yeah, no, they they didn't look they didn't look great. Um, so I think yeah, they're, they're, they're in some trouble. Some some like some uh, interesting plays of the game. DC, I was talking to you about this earlier, but really playing playing it to the refs, and mm. I absolutely loved it when the ref just went, "Mate, you're milking it. I'm going to penalise you for milking." I'd love to know if that's the first time someone's been penalised in a game for. Uh, trying to play the ball in someone else's head. Yeah, because the milking thing's an interesting call because it really was a live ball still. He played it, it rolled forward. Uh, Walker picked it up, and and I think mm-hmm. technically we should be playing on, but the referee yeah. was just like, no, actually playing on's not enough for me. I actually want to penalise you for your behaviour. It's like unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct or whatever. I don't, I'm not even sure what he ruled there, but he was just like, I'm not having that in a game that I'm officiating, so you can be penalised. Um, and, yeah. and you said that was great also because it came off the back of him kicking through and then being taken out in adverted commas and then him getting up with a wry yeah. smile after Trell got um bin for it and so yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's fair enough. I mean Trell has the choice to, to either grab him or not and he grabs him even if for a little bit and that's why he gets done. But he I think he knew it was pretty pretty dodgy. He hit the deck pretty fast. It's like a giraffe getting the water, the big neck just leaning down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling, there's a few people you don't have a, you don't have affinities with. I'm hearing. The other thing I wanted to say about um, Dylan Walker is that 
he it was pointed out to me by Billy Buttons on a different podcast, on a Manly podcast, he, and Billy mm-hmm. Buttons is a Parramatta fan, that Dylan Walker mm-hmm. might not actually be good at football. He was just very good at the beginning when he was early, a good rookie, played in a premiership team. Yeah. And then since then, yeah. actually hasn't been very good at football. He's just, everyone has put it off with, oh, you know, he's been out with an injury, he was suspended, you know, it's only his third game back, blah, blah, blah. Everyone seems to make a lot of mis- uh, excuses for him, but maybe he's just not a good footballer anymore. Yeah, I mean, you can only blame the stuff that's happening on the outside, you know, so much where he really, you're right, he hasn't performed since that since that very first season, to be honest. Mm. And what are you putting South's success to outside of Benji? I'm going to put it on Benji. What are you putting it on? Uh, Latrell, mate, he's just amazing at the moment when he runs the ball. Even, I, I don't know if he, he had to take over the kicking because um, Renault got taken out and he kicked one oh, yeah. curb and you just, you just know when he's in a zone like that, he's not going to miss in anything he's doing. It's running with confidence. Um, really makes me look forward to next week against the Roosters, to be honest. I can't wait to see him. Hopefully he doesn't get too rattled by the occasion. Um, it'll really show, actually, how far he's come from last year. But I think him and then Cookie had a blinder after having a bit of a shocker last week. Or not a shocker, but you know, you're playing against Melbourne. So he had a good game. Um yeah, I think uh, South's got they, – they're going okay. We're not amazing just yet, but, yeah, they're going pretty well. But And obviously, Benji, mate, it's a huge part. Mm. Oh, thanks. Just like the Tigers, I just feel like <laughs> you guys are warming into the season, and that's, you know, that's also Absolutely. what we're doing. Absolutely, yeah. Same with my, um, same with my fantasy draft. I'm just warming into the season. <laughs> <right there. laughs> yeah. Well, actually, was there any big players in that that I should probably look at? Oh, Cam Murray had an incredible oh. game. He, had, he got uh, oh. ev- everyone's uh, favourite 69. Everyone, Everyone's a winner. <laughs> That's why he's on my team. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect situation. Jai Arrow got a cheeky like 45 for me, which is great. And Cody Walker got a mm. cheeky 31 for me. Uh, Gagai got 41 for me. I'm riddled with <laughs> South players, I'm realising. Latrell got 37 for you. So Gagai ended up getting more points than Latrell. I love the NRL so much. Latrell has an absolute game. game. Yeah. <laughs> between Tino between Tino and Latrell getting less than, than Dane Gagai, that's the end of the draft for me. Like yeah. that's yeah, it's all over. Adam Reynolds who goes off injured ended up outscoring Corey um Cody Walker by ten points as well. I just love the point yeah. system. It's Yeah. Yeah. What, what a time. Uh, mm. and we'll leave the last word of that game to everyone's favorite uh Sea Eagle fan, K Bay. <clears throat> Improved performance. But the barge very low. Too many errors, and unfortunately, DCE is in poor form at the moment. Doesn't help not having a decent fullback and hooker. Will be a long season. Mm. Poor bloke. Poor bloke. But he's still there. He loves him. Score? Uh, 26-12. Yeah, pretty emphatic in the end. I mean, 26 isn't huge, mm. but the weather was horrible, so the fact that you'd get over 20 is unreal. Yeah, close to 14-12, and then South ran away with that last double. Speaking of getting over 20, Sunday. Your mighty West Tigers first chicken chow money. And we're going to start with at Subo Dan who tweeted, the salary cap suggests these two sides are worth the same. I suggest <laughs> they are not. <laughs> That's a um, beautifully worded and, and very painful uh, tweet, Subo Dan. Well done, sir. And, and the other one... Uh, yeah. I'll go, mate. Go for it, mate. No, I'm going to wrap this game up, so you, you should probably talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just 
mate, you've got to get Leilua. And he's actually in my fantasy aside as well, staying in public. He must be the first guy in history to score zero fantasy points. Like, he didn't score a point in 80 minutes on the field. Leilua was atrocious. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I refreshed that before I came out uh, and, and did some screenshots. So it's technically not live right now um, when we're recording. but Well, it's, but it was mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes ago. So, it, yeah, mm-hmm. he's grey, Leilua zero. And that's a game after... Um, you know, I looked at that after the, the St. George games here. It's like Lomax got 43 points. So, oh, no, Dragons in play, it was, it was Cronulla. Yeah, and, and Braden Acora's got 54 points for me for Cronulla. So the, all those points have gone in, but but Joey's got zero. 80 zero. minutes. 80 minutes. That's nuts. Yeah. That one's justified in terms of uh, points for this, this yeah, weekend. they nailed he, that. He made poor decisions. They, Roosters just ran right. I mean down that side and they picked him out and they just kept running down that way. And you just, I guess the biggest thing is the Roosters didn't even have some of their guns. They got Radley back next week Oof. and Crichton. And yeah, so it's going to be a very tough game against South. It'll be, it'll be a great game. Teko Aho ended up going well for you. He had 47, but James Tedesco picked up 70. That's like two weeks in a row. <laughs> the bloke scoring and putting on so many tries, it's hectic. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes next week against South. Actually, how he and Luttrell end up um, playing yeah. because it's bigger That'd cases be for both of them. And yeah, my, um, my smoky Dane Laurie, he ended up pulling up 50 points from fullback, and he's actually turning out to be probably the um, shining light out of this, this he, season. Yeah. So yeah, he's a real... And you you were brave to pick him, to be honest. I mean, you probably, because you're such a big Tigers fan, you would have seen him in the trials and stuff, but I, I think he's actually going quite well. He, he couldn't put much... Put, couldn't put it down today to anything that he did wrong. You know, he was... In like dangerous in attack, and you know he was around there in defence. But yeah, there was some some Tigers players. Your boy Brooksy, he was yeah, it was it was a tough day for him. When he's is it one fifty today or something as well? Um, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. couldn't even run through the goddamn banner, let alone. Oh, I, know, I know. Did that happen? That happened at the start. Was that a, was that the Sterlo from nineteen eighties yeah, number? That's exactly yeah, right. right. Uh, I also bad. want to give a shout out to at Hollis underscore K underscore. She said. She went, Kelly, and, and I wanted to give a shout-out to all of the Tigers fans that went out there today in atrocious weather that to C-Town. She tweeted, yeah, right. I'm not going home before full-time. I'm not going home before full-time. I'm not going home before full-time. <laughs> and, so, and so anyone who went and then stayed to support the boys, uh, you know, that's big, big ups to you because not everyone would have put in that effort in that time. I mean, barely Joey Leilua did, so that's great that you would... <laughs> Um, they probably spent more time there than he did. He was just like, <laughs> on another planet. I know. The poor bloke. I don't know what's going on with him. He was been, he's such a great footballer. And so uh, mm. he's, he's been in so many different clubs and done so many great things. So I really hope that whatever's happening, Madge can, can help him so that he gets back to his to his best. Mm. Big ups to the fans, though. You're right. To go out to Campbelltown today. And yeah, there was actually a decent crowd given how raining stuff it was. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, well, that's enough. Score. Uh, forty to six, I think. Roosters. Yeah, it wasn't fifty, Ruben. so we still got a chance of. Uh... There you go. That's the rule. Now <laughs> uh, the big news is obviously the omission of Jonathan Thurston. Now I want to go with this posed question, Boom. I, I, this is coming at you completely cold. It was tweeted at us by at David Hunter, and he said he wants to change okay. change the Dally M voting system. Um, that and he mm-hmm. wants to do it like this. He wants to keep the normal three, two, one that we do already. But at the end of the season, the top players from each team qualifies for a final vote. All the judges vote 3-2-1 for the year from those 16 players. And the winner is the best with the highest vote. So the guys that aren't in that top 16 don't get votes at all. It's only the, the, the guys that 
are in the 16, yeah? Yeah, so essentially we're doing a 3-2-1 of... Um, to find the best player from each team. Now, actually, the only thing, now that I've said it out loud, while you think about it, um, that's the second time I've read it, so I've maybe my brain's had a small time to think about it. So maybe what they do is they do a 3-2-1 for each team, not for the game. Because at the moment, I think they do a 3-2-1 of the game. But if you're going to end up with the top 16 play, like one from each comp, one from each team, then you probably need to do a 3-2-1 from each team each round. Only because if a Tigers play, like today, you do the 3-2-1 all on the Roosters. And so if we play and three to one last week against Ra- Raiders would have all gone to the Raiders. So by yeah. the end of the year, Luke Brooks might actually have jagged three ones in an entire season. Right. He's the top Tiger player, but he's actually trash. Right. Um, so, oh, right. so I think we change I, it. I think we change it so that every team, if we're going to take David Hunter's one, we take every team yeah. gets a three to one. And then he reckons at the end of the season, the top players from each qualifying to a final vote and I don't know who the judges are, but the judges then vote a three-two-one for the year for those sixteen players. Yeah, and the winners of, uh, are then chosen from that. What do you think? Yeah, I mean it sounds that sounds good. I mean I, I don't think that the system is definitely is perfect now. I mean it just seems like that uh, you just seem to get to the end of the year and you go, really? Is that guy getting points for that game, or yeah. what happened in this game here? And is it is it all on? And that's I guess you need to look at the judging again. Is it just one guy's opinion on a game? From that individual game, or is it multiple people? Is it just no? One? It is one. So, so it's just one person watches it. They do a three-two-one, and the and the, mm-hmm. often the problem that happens is, like Munster Cannibals points off Pappenhausen, mm-hmm. and so yeah. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, who is great, is the only yeah. player in the Warriors, and so then he ends up getting the three for the Warriors all the time, and so then mm-hmm. he ends up with way more points than, you know, Cronk Tedesco. Yeah, and whoever else is in that team, Cord, no, they, none of them get enough points because they're constantly sharing them. So I guess if you have yeah. the best of the Roosters, the best of the Titans, the best of the Warriors, once we're down to that 16, then those judges look at those 16 and go, well, it can't be Roger Tuivasa-Shek because he's not actually better than Tedesco. He's not actually yeah. better than somebody else that season. Um, yeah. Roger's probably a bad example. And, and Jason Tamalola was also great. But there have been times where it's been a little bit like, you know, how did how did, how did Joey only win two or whatever it is when, when obviously that guy dominated for 10 years. So. Yeah, and that's because he's surrounded by, like you said, players in the team that are just excellent. So maybe seeing them turn up that week leads to them getting yeah. three points versus another time where, you know, if Joey was in a shit team, he'd get three points every single week. Yeah, Badiris is stealing them. Robbie Davis is stealing them, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> yeah, definitely something. Good, uh, good chat, good thought process. Yeah, and then it kind of because everyone comes to wants to try and change the entire system, whereas David's suggesting almost the exact same system, but with a tweak at the yeah. end, which I think is smart. That's good, David. We did it. Well, we've ticked it off, David. Congratulations. Approved. Approved. <laughs> the wowment of the week is brought to you by Chasing Kangaroos podcast. Each week, Uncle Carboni makes to say wow with his facts and interviews about the growth of rugby league. You should get around that on the socials now. Boom. I, mm-hmm. I have, I'm assuming you've got a wowman of the week. I'm going to give you a little bit of time to think, but let me guess what your wowman is. It's, it's, the, ben- uh, it's the Benji Marshall flick pass happening in your game. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was Tino only getting 25 points in fantasy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can give you one. Do you, you want me to go now? Yeah, or you can... Uh, a, bunch, a bunch of people have tweeted them. Would you, do you want some time to think, or are you good to go? Uh, no, go to the tweets first. Go for it. Okay. So the first one came from at Grow Rugby League, and they said the passionate crowd at Seabus Super Stadium. It was great to see and hear the place rocking with passion on Friday night. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. Love seeing Titans fans um, happy and successful. 
at Joshy F97 said the Bulldogs celebrating a try that was a no try. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor bastards that I think have scored a point yet. At, no, big, at big underscore chappy, he wrote it when Cleary took a dive and TWZ was wrongfully sin binned. That was his wowman of the way. I mean, he was clobbered in that tackle. Absolutely smashed. The first one, I agree. The first one was a slap across the thing. It was nothing in it, but the DWZ one. And he's got that in his yeah. game. That's not the first time he's, he's hung out. Yeah. Game. Yeah. He hates being stepped. At just Nick Tings. Just Nick Tings. Uh, the Bulldogs scoring zip, she tweeted. And she's tweeted that even though she's a proud Bulldog fan. So obviously she's just leaning into the uh, season. And good for you, Nick. At Bretto Shank, Bradman Best retiring Peter Hicku. Now, we um, we only did four of those games, but Bradman Best had a game. Oh, my God. Oh, some game. Yeah. The Knights got to be so pleased with what's happening. And uh, at David Hunter has also tweeted in on this one. He said, Gutho in every moment. Well, there you go. Guthy Thar getting read out twice in this. Good on you, Gutho Thar. Um, okay, what's your wham of the week, sir? Uh, do I have to choose between them or you want me to give them my own? No, do your own. Uh, I think I actually think Sevo State in that, in that game. I enjoyed the Thursday night game so much, but to, to two teams that I don't absolutely like that much, Sevo mm. take to score the try in the corner was fantastic. And yeah, I just love see. I love seeing him. Even even as not being a para fan, I love seeing Sevo be excellent. And I also love very important. His hair never gets wet. Like it was pouring <laughs> rain. And he's the the head, the water just bounces off Sevo's hair. It's got strong, thick hairline. More about it. I'm impressed by it. Wow, that's my wowman. And also, the other wowman is that Melbourne can't fix Robert Jennings. Robert Jennings. Oh, they can't. And they've fixed everyone in the league. They yeah. fixed Jaden Low at one point. Yeah. I was like, they, uh, yeah, they they can't fix him. Yeah. Wow. He really looked like the the normal Jennings that everyone's had and everyone's passed on. So. Yeah, definitely. No, I loved it. I love that try, and I love the water just bouncing. That's my wellman. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people of the on the socials, like the Messenger RL, who are officially providing us with our episode covers each week. Find them on Insta, Twitter, and in the show notes. We'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous. Thanks, Legione. All right, all good? Yeah, I thought one of your other whammers may have been bloke in a bar. Oh, shit, I should have said that. I'd rather have said that, actually. Yeah. I just, he just called me up, and I was, like, looking down and thinking, fuck, what am I talking about here? Yeah. And, yeah, I love that. And I, and I was joking with Wheeler about, Sevo's hair, just the water bouncing off it fucking made me laugh so much. Oh, for sure. And that uh, that was a great shout. That try was incredible. And, sh- and it'll be a highlight, you know, in the next 10 years when they're doing whatever the ads yeah. are. Sevo's catch was unreal. In the wet. So good. Yeah. The only problem is Moses kicked it. That was my only issue with it. He fucking took the kick <laughs> out. But just can't stand that guy. He's such a whinger. I hate him going up to the ref. It fucking pisses me off so much. Him and... Gutho, if they didn't go up to the ref so much and complain. I'd like them so much more, but... Yeah. I hate that shit. I hate the running up and like screaming for penalties. It pisses me off. And we saw it heaps in your uh, Rabbits final last year. They were they were they were doing it so much in the last five, and it cost them. I think one of the tries. So yeah, did too. too. All, right. All right, mate. Champion. No worries. Have a great week. All right, you too. Right.